0: For it's a jolly good podcast, for it's a jolly good podcast, for it's a jolly good podcast, wait for it, wait for it, that nobody can deny, Justin, Justin, (laughs) Hitbox episode 100. Look at that.
1: That's a, that's a century.
0: It is we've been doing this since I was negative 84 I no. really put yeah. myself on this showed up. really really how bad I am at math. Wow. You
1: yeah, know, it's fine. I got to say I'm very lucky. Um I no. I am I am I was i I'm an older older gentleman. I was born in uh, 1990. So it's really easy to remember how old I am.
0: Sure, that's that's very simple. I will say I'm sure at least someone out there listening to you say I'm an older gentleman I was born in 1990 just got (laughs)
1: eviscerated (laughs) just like ripped their
0: headphones off through them across the across the room probably yeah that sounds easy like they're not easy but like simple
1: yeah I mean the 2000s babies like they're they got it in the bag but like for me it's just like a simple yeah it makes it nice and easy you never forget um and because I'm in June I'm in the middle too so it's like halfway point or sure, second half point, you know, just like right in there. So it's nice. For
0: it's me, nice. although I'm not born on like a, a easy cut year like that, uh, you know, I'm 1997, but since my birthday is at the very end of the year, uh, it's really easy to say, like, oh, in this year, I was this many years old for the whole time, except for like four days. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, yeah. But Justin, we've been doing this for freaking m- uh, at least a hundred weeks. Yes, a long time.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. A hundred is... formalized episodes.
0: Yes. Um, two years, man. Think about all that's happened in two years.
1: <laughs> in uh, video games, are like just... let's
0: let's think about the good things. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> good things, Justin. Good things. Um, uh, just uh, on a personal note. We started doing this pretty much like two months after, maybe a month after I graduated from college. Yep, yep. I was jobless, uh, wandering the streets every single night, just saying, Has anyone got a job? Anyone got a job for me? Lo and behold, in like a month and a half, I uh, I went from not having a job in the games industry to being able to support myself. Now I can move out of my house. That's crazy.
1: I know, and like, you have been along for the ride. You're you're literally like living that dream. The dream is happening.
0: Uh we're we're a few. I'll say this: we're a few steps away from the dream. I would love some health care, <laughs> um, <laughs> or like steady income, like consistent.
1: But yeah, yeah, not having to hustle every day of your life. But I mean, does that ever go away? Maybe if you're a teacher. But
0: <laughs> I'm just well, I'm always hustling. Oh, I'm a me i'm a hustler i don't H- stop H- hustling. hustler
1: by trade
0: yes and by necessity 100 <laughs> episodes justin we've said a lot of we said a lot of bullshit i'm sure um i forget so like when i edit the podcast i don't really listen like i'm not listening to the words we say i listen to like i'm lo- looking for like the audio stuff you know so then sometimes i will go and like listen to sections of the podcast um like after it's all edited and and published and stuff and it's like yo when did that when did i say that (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like i have no recollection um i I think that comes hand in hand with recording your voice um and not i don't know not to like make this a whole thing about talking about like the beginnings of everything because i think we had a a pretty good episode on that um last july uh but like uh, for for like one year of doing this um but i do think that one of the things that I never really thought about before I started doing podcasts was that like you're it's on the record. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, out there. Like, it's on the record. Yeah. Um And, and I think that when we, when we first started, cause like you and I were, we were like the f- first pod, like real podcast that I ever done. Um It it was like nerve wracking to just think like every single thing I say is being, like, recorded and, like, put down and, like, my name is on it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's just a little odd.
1: Well, it's also, like, there's probably enough of our content out there that if you put it in an AI, they could probably just create a show on its own without even us doing anything. A video oh, game-based yeah. news show, like, the AI would just take our voices, put it together. Can you imagine how great that would We don't even have to do our jobs anymore. We've I, 100 that would episodes. Make things That's a lot the... easier. Yeah, it would. It would. Yeah. Just add another term like God of War. I'm sure, I mean, we could have talked about that any number of times over these past two years.
0: I mean, it's just like Last of Us 2 is good, and then like old games are old and bad. Um, I don't know. We did an episode like a long time ago about like our controversial gaming opinions. Uh, I imagine some of those would pop in there because we like stand, I don't know, we bring some of those up sometimes,
1: but. Yeah, I mean and we're just two controversial dudes, you know, sitting here just We're so controversial. Taking yeah. hot take after hot take.
0: We are we are uh contrarians, I mean clearly.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Oh you like God of War? Well I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I liked it back when he was really angry all the time and very one note. Yeah. I liked when
1: he had a goatee. Do you? I like when he was on the Vita, didn't you?
0: So my brother had a Vita. Uh, and he, like many people who had the Vita, uh, just was always trying to convince me to buy a Vita. <laughs> and he's like, there's so many games on it. I was like, like what games?
1: <laughs> <laughs> there's there's one thing that it would make, make me recommend a Vita to anyone. If it had two triggers... Instead, whenever you play like the remote, uh, like to like on either face, like to like an L one like and R one, yeah, a, they uh, had yeah, a bumper okay. and a trigger because they didn't have that. So like whenever you do remote play, you had to use like a, the touch screen in the back in like the weirdest oh, way possible weird. to like play correctly um it didn't stop me from playing basically all of fallout 4 um remote play <laughs> on that thing um that
0: probably would work okay
1: yeah yeah it's simple the enough I mean, it's, like fallout. yeah it's yeah. not quite a shooter but like yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it, i liked it i wouldn't say you need it unless it had those extra things but now i got a backbone yeah i'm also- fine
0: I know we just talked about like saying things on the record and whatever. Sorry, people who love the Vita. I don't hate you. It's a fine console. Like, I just I just didn't have one, and I just will never.
1: Yeah, it, um, it it was the the place where I started Persona Four, um, three yeah. times. Got nah. through the first two hours. I, like every time, just when the actual combat starts, I was like, we're good.
0: <laughs> well, two hours to get into the combat in Persona Four. That's interesting because that's like six. Persona Five. <laughs> um, there's been a lot of talk of Persona Five, by the way, and like I just wanna, I just wanna
1: play it again. I know it's gonna be. I'm gonna put, You're gonna buy it then. I knew you would. It's fine. I can't. I can't. You well, you say that today. However, it's true.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah Justin, you know me. We've been doing this for a long time. It's Hitbox. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back.
1: That sounded magical. Xbox that was magical. Number
0: one hundred. Yes, with a new, a new, a new theme song. Lovely, lovingly recorded by Ali on the guitar uh on fiverr thanks so much man thanks fiverr. Uh, Thank you're great you. yes fiverr is awesome for uh, all of your hitbox needs i
1: saw like the worst like business plan ever it was like a like a, a tick about how to like make money on the internet easy and it's just basically you charge a lot of money for something on fiverr and then you find someone who does it for cheaper and then just give them that <laughs> work as, that's like so a bad. profit.
0: <laughs> i mean like yeah that's so bad that's hysterical Um, so it's Hitbox episode number 100, and, uh, we have, like, to say we have a special show is, is, is not the right thing, because we are changing things up and announcing a handful of things, so before we get to our regularly scheduled, or perhaps now regularly scheduled show, um, we're gonna announce a few things. Justin, (gasps) what do you want to start with, man? We got a few things here.
1: Uh, I think we should start with the with with the big old brand new shiny Patreon patreon.com you what? know it you
0: love it it's uh it's a fun little way to support your favorite creators and if we are your favorite creators or perhaps just some creators you like I'm not
1: picky uh, or, you or, <laughs> you might even think just a few dollars will make us those perfect creators that you like if that's exactly. the case this is for you
0: if you're listening to this and going, these guys, I love them, but they they need some funding. Uh, <laughs> go ahead on over to patreon.com slash hitboxpod and go ahead and take a look at the two tier subscriptions we have. We've got two, as I just said, two tiers of subscription, uh, a $1 a month uh, hitbox podcast producer, essentially um you're giving us one dollar a month we'll put your name in the episode description listing as a podcast producer one dollar i mean while it might sound like not a whole lot does a lot for us to keep things running um and like it costs us money to like host our show on our rss feed and and stuff like that um so that would go a long way to help us out and uh if you do that your name will be in the podcast description like i said of every episode from here on out. Additionally, the second tier is $3 a month as a deluxe podcast producer. Um, If you are feeling a little bit more generous and also are looking for a little bit of new hitbox content, what? what? Did someone say bonus episodes every single week? What? About 30 minutes of extra content, including things like a discussion about the quarry spoilers and also how working from home has impacted the video game industry and then i forgot what we're going to talk about after the show today (laughs) for our third one Uh, you can find it there and so like i said so we've got a few episodes that'll be up on there already um for you to check out each one is gonna be about 30 minutes of additional conversation of stuff that just either didn't feel like it fit in the show or just something that um would fit better as its own separate little conversation, something like a a spoiler cast or something like that. Um, We'll talk about like addition, like the other types of things that might end up there as we go. Uh, So like, if you're worried about maybe our review episodes of things, Depending on what it is, it probably won't go up as a Patreon exclusive uh, just because like if we are being asked to review a game and have it go up live in public, like it has to go live in public. So um, don't necessarily worry about missing out on things like that. But additional conversations, spoiler casts, whatever, uh, will probably be ending up there. Um, so there you go. Oh, and if you do that, your name also gets in the description of every episode because we love you and you're very nice to us. And you've helped um, us so much. Yes, yes. So those are the two, $1 and $3. Um, like I said, it is perfectly fine if you listen to our show and do not subscribe to us on Patreon. Um, but $1 a month, $3 a month would go a long way to help us continue to make this show um, a priority in our lives and also help us like keep the lights on with a lot of things and and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I'll say this. Patreon's an interesting website uh, that I... <laughs> That's one of the games I've been playing this week. Understanding what the hell Patreon is, like, what is, is
1: Patreon? Hey, you know, it's confusing. It's difficult, but you know what? Thank goodness for it, because just think of all the good that's come from Patreons.
0: Oh yeah, oh, there's so much stuff, and it's like, let me clarify. It's to me a little bit difficult on the user end, or on the like creator end, as someone who's just never like looked at yeah. it before. Uh, but it's it's super simple to use on um on the like user end and and whatever like that yeah but,
1: and um i do you, have you what's the first thing you subscribe to on patreon do you remember what your first like what what broke the camel's back being like fine you're it
0: so um i have done a handful of the giant bomb ones i've done a handful it wasn't was it a patreon for like in college i did um maximum fun their podcast network they had like my brother, my brother and me, and some other additional sh- like uh, uh uh was adam ruins everything on there i don't know um it w- it was a podcast network, but i don't know if that was a patreon thing. It might have just been like a something else
1: yeah i mean for for me, the very first thing um i uh subscribed to. Um, was there was like a podcast company I was listening to and they had like movies primarily but also a gaming division and then they like broke up because the Papa Company was like, no more. So uh, the, they started off their own like side thing. So I started, it was the Rage Select podcast. Oh yeah, um, you've talked about that. Them. That I started to subscribe to. And that was great because they had like full playthroughs of like uh, the Dark Souls games. So like I've watched oh. Dark Souls 1, Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3. No, no, just 1 and 2. Like done, like walkthrough with like tips about how to do it effectively still can't beat blood uh uh bloodborne can't beat uh dark souls 2 but um so i started with them and then the thing i funded uh first on patreon was um ukulele um when that was first that was was kick- that a Patreon or oh, was no. that a Sorry, Kickstarter? That was Kickstarter. They're the same to me because I'm an idiot. Never mind. <laughs>
0: no, no, no. You're all good. We're uh, also
1: starting a Kickstarter. I'm just kidding. We're starting a Kickstarter. <laughs>
0: Kickstart another show. No, Um, we're not doing that. Uh, yeah, so those are the two tiers right now. Uh, as things go and as we find more time to do things and whatever, um, we are, like, this is just a general statement. This isn't a promise of anything specific. We are going to potentially be adding additional things to that. Uh, it might be an additional tier. It also just might be more content for those $3 a month uh deluxe podcast producers um but like i said we th- that is not a concrete plan at this moment That is just uh, <laughs> it's the vague ideas that we've been talking about. Yeah, yeah it's a start um justin what else are we announcing and, sh- and
1: revealing an episode 100 we are also revealing our brand new and also as shiny discord server yay Woo! uh we've got
0: a fun little discord server that we would love for you to join um, you'll be able to find link to that in both the podcast description, uh, our Twitter accounts, uh, things like that. It's just going to be a nice little place for you, people who listen to our show, to talk to us so that we can um, make the show, like help shape the show and and talk with you all and and hang out and have a good time. Um, it is, <laughs> we, we are new to owning a Discord server and like running it and stuff. So uh, it's going to be this sort of thing that maybe is shaped a little bit as um our community of listeners uh joins and has needs and wants to talk about different things uh, but we've got a handful of things one of the one of the things that i really really like that's on here um is we're gonna be doing seven word reviews of games so if you are playing a game and finish it and have a seven word review of it we'll be reading those off on the show uh, It probably won't go up at the top it'll probably be towards the end but uh justin let's read a few off that we have so far from us we made them because it's not a public server yet. It will be when this episode
1: goes up. Um, doesn't read yours. All right, so uh, the first one I did for GTA Online, because I started playing that around the time of this, um, and I wrote, GTA Online, so janky, but I won a car.
0: <laughs> uh, for the quarry, I have Freddy versus Jason versus Angry Brenda Song. And then uh, I, I did finish God of War, as I talked about last week. Uh, so God of War 2018 would be, yeah, I liked The Last of Us.
1: <laughs> um, and then I have one, too, that I just realized is only six words, but we'll, I'll add one as I'm going through. Got axe, throw axe, get the blades. There you go. Love it. Yeah. It's yeah. for God of War. So, hey,
0: that oh, is... Oh, spoiler
1: alert for God of War.
0: It's <laughs> been four years, I think.
1: They're literally think. on the... on the uh, This is uh, bearing the lead a little bit, but they they showed the blades on like the pre-order bonus for one of the deluxe editions. So and no I, longer
0: think, I, I feel like it was in the trailer too. Yeah. So no longer, no
1: longer a secret, I guess. No longer a mystery. Yeah. It's no. been four years. I think we've had time.
0: Um, and then there was one more thing. Oh, oh okay. And so it's so in addition to our Patreon and discord, uh, which I think are just good ways for you, the community uh, and our listeners to, Hang out and talk to us and and extend I don't know, the, extend this a little bit. Uh, we are also going to be changing up uh, the way the show is run a little bit in terms of just its structure and all that. Um, so we have we Justin and I talked a lot about like what we really like about um, our show and what we think like how we could maybe uh, sand some of the edges off in different places and so we said hey what do we really like and the thing that we really like to do is talk about the news and talk about the happenings in the games industry that then shape how we think about games uh so we're going to be pivoting this hitbox has sort of always been a news show um but we are pivoting a little bit further into the news so that it is the first thing that we're going to be talking about. Uh, we're still gonna be talking about games that we've been playing and what's coming out. Uh, what's coming out is also going to be, uh, right at the top too. Um, but Justin was, we were talking about this before we started recording, like Justin's, Justin's been playing uh, fire emblem for like three weeks, four weeks. Uh, not a lot to add there. So like why even bring it up at the start of the show? If it's just going to be a little bit of, um, not dead weight, but just not much I, to add. I mean,
1: it's it's become dead weight for me. Like, it's it's yeah, it's there. I gotta, I gotta.
0: I mean, same thing with me with, like, God of War, right? Like, I've been playing it for a while. I just don't have a whole lot to add to that conversation. So we'll still be talking about that stuff. It's just going to be shifted maybe towards the end as we take a bigger focus on the news. Um, also, a lot of those, uh, like... Topic of the show conversations that we did used to have um, are going to be relegated to those extra bonus episodes, those Patreon-exclusive bonus episodes. Um, so if you're looking for more of that sort of discussion, you can go ahead and look
1: there. Am I missing anything, Justin? No, it sounds... I mean, that is a, that's a hundredth celebration to remember. It certainly is. Uh, launching all sorts of stuff, getting to
0: know you all better. Um, I think this is going to be fun.
1: It'll be great. I'm excited.
0: Me too, Justin. Uh... I am much more excited, however, to get into the Metacritic Roundup. Do you want to do you want to start there? What do you think? Well, let's do it. Justin, listener, welcome. To
1: Metacritic
0: Roundup. Wow. Welcome to the Metacritic Roundup. Wow. That's a little jingle I made.
1: Wow. That's that's fancy.
0: I was really worried that you wouldn't be able to hear that in our ears. I spent a lot of time really thinking about how to do that. <laughs> yeah, I figured I, it out. I
1: heard it. It was a little like in and out, like when it hits the high levels, but I heard it. Gotcha. And that's the important okay. thing. That's the important. Incredible.
0: Thing. I'm sure that they heard it too, because I saw the little waves going up in
1: Audacity.
0: And second with the Metacritic Roundup, there has not been a whole lot of huge releases this past week, but we did get the Klonoa Fantasy Reverie series, which is, is that the remaster?
1: Yeah, it's like I mean they're old like like 3D side scrolling adventures yeah, yeah, yeah. and your little cat thing. But yeah, they're they've been out for a while, but I think that's been released to um uh just uh, the major systems in a remastered version.
0: Yeah. So right now uh, the only one that has a score is the PS5 version sitting at a 76. Um this seems like a it just like a pretty good way to replay these Klonoa games i've never played them have you
1: i haven't either i mean like literally this has been a this is a a, as as good as the drip feed of games has been this week is not (laughs) it's not been it (laughs) no
0: no uh this sort of though like kind of goes hand in hand with that um sonic origins remaster thing yeah Um, just like a nice way to play a handful of of classic um platformers but i am not going to touch this (laughs) Are, are you
1: no no there's no need to yeah okay that's what I figured, uh,
0: and then the other thing here is Arcade Gun, which is only I mean it's launching on all the systems except for the uh, Switch, uh, at least it looks yeah, uh, and it only has a score on the PS5. This has a seventy four. So Arcade this is like a, um, it's kind of it's not like a Destruction Derby necessarily, but it's like a, it's like a Risk of Rain two
1: roguelite shooter.
0: Yeah yeah lots of particle effects and explosions and things like that um yes it's got a 74 it seems like generally mixed on this or like leaning towards like yeah it's pretty good but it's not um maybe super engaging
1: yeah so this the reason i think this is interesting to note is that it is one of the ps plus uh, free games mm-hmm. of the month so like if you're a little bit interested in it or just want something to play like i hear the mechanics are good and everything i downloaded it but i and I haven't had a chance to play it just because i'm addicted to fire emblem but uh like hey it's there uh so maybe try it out
0: yeah uh i mean the trailer looks like fun and again it's on the ps plus collection so like or not collection uh the monthly one for yeah
1: the essential. tier. I was gonna say essential. What's that? Is that the tier? <laughs> Whatever it is, yeah, feels like um, it changes.
0: Yeah, I also I I did I claimed it. I didn't download it. Um, but now that there's not a lot going on on my PS4 right now, so maybe I or PS5. So I yeah,
1: don't know. my maybe PS4 I'll dip in. is really dead. I mean, I haven't used that thing in forever. So mine's at Elena's
0: house. And I don't <laughs> think she's turned it on since like I brought it over for her. She asked for it. I wasn't like, take this. Yeah, get this she's out like, of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah whatever so there you go that's the metacritic roundup um justin you want to talk about some news
1: uh let's do it
0: here are our biggest headlines justin coming up we're gonna be talking about god of war getting a release date e3 is making a return and hideo Kojima was accused of political assassination but we're gonna get into all of those in a little bit we're gonna start with god of war That was awesome. Getting a release date. Did you like that? It
1: was like in my house. I'm like looking around for it.
0: (laughs) Uh, That is the little news stinger. Not news stinger. um, uh, Aperture Science stinger (laughs) from Portal 2. um, Which I looked up and we can use. Uh, That was very stressful. Finding out if we could use sound effects and whatnot. Oh shit. (laughs) Can we? I I skipped over. Yeah. Um, Sorry. (laughs) As we adjust to this new format i'm gonna make some whoopsies i was also just really excited to push that button (laughs) um so yeah let's talk about the games that we have been playing that are new uh it looks like you've got nothing Ah, i have two. Ooh, justin i've been playing neon white
1: and it's better than elden ring
0: shit go play neon white y'all it is so good it is so good um so right now it's out on switch and pc i'm playing it on pc and i think if you play it on switch you're doing yourself a disservice Uh, Because it is a game about being fast and, like, being precise. And, like, it's a lot of speed running elements. And um, I just don't think that's very conducive of the Switch. So, essentially, the game is a first-person, like, platformer shooter. uh, Where, basically, as you run throughout each level, you need to destroy a set amount of demons. And then get to... um, the exit goal like the exit i don't know it's like a portal thing um <laughs> and and to do it like when you first start off you're moving pretty slow uh because you're just sort of running around and jumping and then as you go you start getting more weapons and uh you basically pick up cards that are littered across the map and each card Um, has a weapon on it, and can do different things. So you can, like, fire it like a regular... Most of them are guns. So you can, like, fire them like regular guns, or you can use... uh, Discard them, and when you discard them, uh, they have a secondary ability. So a lot of the game is, like, about deciding, do I need to shoot an enemy? Do I need to use a second ability... a Discard ability to um, take it out and grab its card? Like, um... and, And then chaining all of that together to do it really fast and get to the end goal
1: so Uh, i'm really liking it so one of my first things when i heard about this game it was like a speed running deck builder game which both those things seem like they suck to me but if i'm correct from your description it's not really like a deck builder you get the pickups like item pickups in the level right or do you like start before and like create a deck
0: no they they are um I, I think I, I mistakenly called it a deck builder when we were talking about it uh in a few well, a few I episodes mean, I ago. I don't think it was just
1: you. I think like that's like what I like the people were saying about it at first when it like was like being previewed.
0: Yeah, uh, it is not a deck builder at all. Yeah. Like the cards are basically just an aesthetic alone.
1: Um they're like power-ups in Mario Kart in a level, right? Yeah, it's just like you grab okay, a power-up and
0: then you just Use you it. go with it. And then like once it's <laughs> yeah. once it's done it's done and it's gone. Okay. Um yeah, yeah. Uh, so there is no deck building element of it at all, which is something I like because I just don't love deck building games. Um, but the speed running aspect of it is really cool because at the end of the level, like once you beat a level, like there's no time requirement to beating it. You can do it at whatever pace you want, but then it gives you like a little, it doesn't give you a grade, but it gives you like a metal. So there's like, you know, bronze, silver and gold and then like a platinum one. And I mean, if you're anything like me, like I can't just get a gold, like I have to get a platinum one and, and it's just based on speed and stuff. Um and so, basically, as you play the level more, uh, it will show you little shortcuts that you can take, so that like, oh, instead of, instead of doing this very straightforward path the way they want me to, I can just jump over this entire section and land down here, cutting out you know a third of the level or whatever. Because uh, sometimes it'll be like looking at the the score you need to get that platinum, um, it's not trophy, but like the, like platinum rank. Uh, it'll it's like wow, you. Are doing this in like six seconds faster? <laughs> like yeah, how? Yeah. Like, what like, like, what like, where am I are doing? You cutting this out? Yeah, um, but it, it's pretty straightforward. Uh, and, and I have been, like I said, going through and getting platinums on every single level. Um, I'm, there's like it's broken up into like days, so like chapters, which I'll talk about in a second. Uh, so like I'm on the third chapter, and it seems of ten and uh, so far they haven't been too insurmountable sometimes I'll have to bang my head against a, a level a few times but I think part of for me that's part of the fun of like trying to figure out how to optimize this because it turns into a puzzle sort of of just being like okay like how do I do this as fast as I possibly can
1: so how long is an average level would you say 30 seconds oh so like yeah you. Fe- I, I feel like you feel like you can experiment when it's only 30 seconds it's not like yeah
0: you know. I, I mean th- and even a 30 second level is on the long side some of them are 15 or like 10 or so like It really does go by quickly. Uh, The only thing that doesn't go by quickly are the menus in between levels, which I'm sure they go by at a regular clip, but when you are, like, trying to, like, okay, move on, next level, or, um, like, replay a level after completing a run, it's sometimes a little bit like, come on, bring it back. Although, if you're in the middle of a run, you can just abandon it and restart at the beginning um, by just hitting the F key on the keyboard, which I think is great because it just means it's like, yep, fucked it up, let's go back, instead of having to, like, you know, navigate menus and whatever, but...
1: Um, um it's really good i when i was like watching people like review it and talk about it they said like between missions they were like mm. kind of like visual <laughs> novel stuff is that true is it is that fun
0: so, yeah so it's it's a speed running first person platformer got it and then also a visual novel okay great awesome <laughs> um and I, i've seen a lot of people like take umbridge with the visual novel aspects of it it is very tropey it is so like basically the story is um you've died and gone to heaven but you're not actually allowed in heaven you're a sinner and so you have to you've been like allowed to be in heaven as long as you are killing demons uh and so like there's a cast of like six characters or so that are all these demon killers with you and you don't have any memories your, your name is neon white all these people are called like neon and then a color so like you're neon white Uh, and it's like all of the other neons like know you, but for whatever reason you don't have any memories. So, uh, I don't know. Every five levels or so, like there'll be like a little scene and like, (laughs) they are. If you don't like visual novels, if you don't like anime, if you don't like shitty anime tropes, you will not like those sections. That's just a fact. Um, where it's just like, there's the one girl who's like really cutesy and is like wanting to like kind of date you. And then there's like the dude bro friend of yours. Um, and stuff like that uh and it's like trashy but like i like that you know i mean like you know i talked about danganronpa and this game actually does remind me a lot of danganronpa um even just from like the way that when you get to the start menu it like says the name of the game and like starts the music and whatever um yeah so like the visual novel elements of it like aren't awesome if you don't like that sort of thing but for me as someone who like I think they're fun. Uh, I, I don't mind it. And is, this, um, is the
1: story good? And do you have like agency in like, meeting characters and things like that? Or is it just very like, this is the story, you're just following it along?
0: So between every chapter, so basically every 10 levels or so, you get booted back to this like overworld where you can um, meet up with characters and like hang out with them and talk to them and give them gifts. And if you give them a gift, then they um, will you'll like advance their story a little bit. And sometimes there are side missions with them and stuff like that. Uh, the cool thing about the gifts is that they're hidden throughout the speed run levels. Oh, um, okay. so, so for me, what I'll do is I will, um, complete the level normally and then work to get that platinum rank and then search the level for the gift. And the cool thing is like each character has one gift that they like. Hmm. And so you don't have to worry about like, well, what gift is, you know, like, like yeah, trying it's to figure obvious. out like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it just automatically gives it to them when you go and talk to them. That's cool. Um, so it's it's cool. And, and, and so like I think the story is interesting. Uh, I always like when someone's like has amnesia and the people around them like know who they are, but they don't know. And so there's like a whole dynamic with that. Um, but it does it does fall into all of that like like oh my gosh, you found me in like a precarious position or like i'm about to step in the shower real quick it'll be fine and then it's like oh no but she's coming in like (laughs) you know
1: it's trashy yeah it's yeah that it's that hey 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 hey
0: it's not a game that i'd be like you're gonna love the story it's a game that i'm like hey i like the gameplay is so just like rewarding and so fun and so quick
1: yeah. So yeah, that's definitely something that's on my radar. Um, but again, just Fire Emblem has prevented me from doing anything productive in the video game realm or in my real realm, which is no Earth. That's fair. <laughs> no, that,
0: that's that's super fair. Uh, this was like I was waiting until I was done with God of War to pick this up, uh, and like I'm so loving this. Um, yeah, it's it's really
1: good. So it's really fun. It's fast. Is it is it on your Game of the Year watch? Is it something that could be better than Elden Ring?
0: Uh, I don't know. I'd have to like, I have to finish it to see. I I don't love, um, basically they're sending you to all these different areas of heaven to go find these demons, but all the areas look exactly the same. Um, and and this is, I guess just a minor nitpick for me, but like, I would love some visual variety, uh, with with, like that sort of stuff. Um, I will, I'll also be interested to see like how the difficulty ramps up towards, you know, the second half of the game. I'm not even halfway through. I imagine, Uh, like I said, I think, I think there's 10 levels. Um, um, and I've only completed like the third one or uh, 10 chapters. Sorry. Um, I think I've only completed the third chapter. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's really good. It is like the, it is super rewarding and fun to play. Um, but I, I don't know, like comparing it to Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know. We'll see.
1: Awesome. I, 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 I might I, have
0: to go back and replay a little bit of Elden Ring to just like
1: from the beginning, out. the whole yeah. 90 hour experience. Yeah, I might. We'll no, get, get, every time you get hit, you got to start again
0: people do runs like that it's crazy
1: <laughs> yeah it's good neon white though uh highly recommend
0: again it's on the switch i i don't think you should i just don't i think that but being I able will,
1: to, peter i will justin
0: i think it's gonna be bad <laughs> like unless unless it's like majorly different i think you are doing yourself a disservice and doing the game a disservice i don't know like i'm not trying to be that guy like I'm, i think this would be fine on other consoles it's just that the joy cons are just so shitty not good at aiming <laughs> yeah i got it yeah like they, you just need like precision and and stuff like that and the the joy cons just don't give you that unless they've got the gyros aiming thing going i don't know
1: even that's like hard for me because i played handheld and using gyro anything handheld is like you feel like an idiot
0: yeah because well, you're like moving the screen away from yeah. your eyes
1: yeah. yeah i'm like trying to do something and then just like violently on the couch like just moving it around yeah, exactly like, you know, yeah not the um, vibe
0: speaking though of first person games on the switch. I've also been playing Portal the Companion Collection.
1: Oh, that's a that's a good old game. The old yeah,
0: ones. Yeah, I've been playing it for work so I've been I, I'm just doing Portal 2. I I I like Portal 1 okay, but I really love Portal 2. Um and some almost all the way through it and it's great. It's awesome. It is a really really solid port of those games, or at least the second one at least. Um, it runs into the issue of the joy cons are just not particularly accurate but luckily like portal doesn't really require a lot of like twitch movements or things like that just means that sometimes to like portal something really far away you've got to like
1: like really get in there yeah Yeah. like
0: really yeah yeah but
1: um yeah
0: if you've never played portal before this is a 20 dollars it is super super I, i think that's like a perfect price to pay for it um and it's like a really great port i've not really had any like I mean, the Switch isn't like a particularly beefy console, um, but it runs this just fine. I mean, it's from 2011, like you'd hope it would.
1: <laughs> um, um, so this is me being um, like forgetful of the two. Uh, I love Portal 2 much more than Portal 1 because I think it really like, like is the scale and the story is actually like really good in it. Um, yeah. Can you just start playing Portal 2 without playing Portal 1? I know that's what you're doing, but do they like give enough context in your opinion? Uh, like, in the story? Yeah, like, to understand.
0: Yeah, because, like, Elena wants to play them, uh, Portal. Uh, and I was like, I think we should probably just play Portal 2, because all you need to know about Portal 1 is you kill GLaDOS. That's, That's it. it. yeah. I mean, that is, like, that is the story. Um, and so, like, if you didn't know that, yet yeah, you go into it, and um, you're hanging out with Wheatley, and you walk past, like, GLaDOS's corpse, and he's like, she was a lot to deal with um someone just came and killed her though and you're like yeah okay. <laughs> and then and then when gladys gets reawakened it's in the trailers uh and it's 11 years 12 years old um 11 years old uh she's like she recognizes you and then he's like wait, well, you killed her and so like so they, yeah it's ex- fun. they
1: explain the one story beat
0: <laughs> correct yes yeah, in, it, in a way it. that i think is is a lot of fun um yeah, it 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 is just a great game. It's just so so witty and so well written. Um, it is just really nice. I think. Yeah,
1: yeah. I feel like it. Like even like the tough puzzles, it's never like so much like insurmountable. It's always like there's ways to like play around with them to like get it. So it's fun.
0: And it's so weird too. Like I am obviously smarter now than I was when I was twelve, um, but or like thirteen. You whenever. say like, obvious, this game but I've seen out. that.
1: I've seen that show. Are you smarter uh, than? A- right grade, but like fourth, fifth grade. i spent
0: months on portal 2 when <laughs> it first came out months and i'm like blowing through it in a week you know you know like it is it is less complicated than you maybe remember it to be
1: yeah well i still i still feel like when i go back and play games that i played when i was a kid like all like the Super Star wars uh no they were just really tough it wasn't that impossible
0: it's because they were trying to like balance being you know um like it was when that shift from, like, arcade games to, which were just, like, designed to, like, kill you really fast and oh, take yeah. your money. Yep. Uh, and then when, it, like, when those, when, like, games, like, shifted to, like, home consoles, like, they didn't understand, like, well, we don't need to do that anymore. No, we want um, people to have fun. Yeah.
1: You ever play, like, the original Castlevania?
0: Yeah. 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 Like
1: that, who? Who beat that? Who can beat that? I remember playing it as a
0: kid and like, I just couldn't do it. Like I just, and I was like, I don't understand. My brother couldn't do it either. It was a whole thing.
1: Yeah. I I have Um, a memory of this Dennis, the menace game that was impossible to get past the first level. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. One day, one day we should go through my super Nintendo collection.
0: That'd be fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
1: Um, maybe that'll come
0: up as a Patreon exclusive bonus episode for $3 to subscribers. Um, yeah no uh uh portal companion collection is great uh and also when you buy it it just like it's not one game it just downloads portal one and portal two onto your like they're separate apps on the the switch like
1: interface that's cool that's cool
0: yeah so it's also nice because that means it's like not a huge game to download yeah you know like uh, uh you can just download one or two not that they're like giant games but
1: I don't understand. I spend more time managing my PlayStation Five storage than I do with my Switch, and I use my Switch way more.
0: Oh, really? My Switch. I've. Uh, do you have like a micro SD? Yeah, just sh- yeah. See, I'm just raw dogging it, and like, <laughs> I've. Um, <laughs> I'm, I've come up with a problem where like. It's one of those things where was like, oh, gosh, I got to uninstall a bunch of stuff. But also, like, sometimes it'll be like, oh, I didn't realize I had, like, Shin Megami Tensei V on here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'll yeah, take that I, off. It's fine. I went
1: to download, a, like, a couple of things on my Switch for my recent trip on there. Like, I downloaded yeah. um, the uh, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, and I downloaded oh, Cuphead. Sure. However, they were both already on my console from, I guess, when oh, I really? originally bought them. That's um, funny. And I just transferred them over, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just going with whatever I've got. Although, okay, we don't have this in the news, um uh, but I want to talk about it here. There's that Splatoon OLED.
1: Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. How's
0: I'm not like a huge Splatoon fan because I've just never played them. But I think I'm gonna be. And it's like a good-looking switch. Yeah. But I am moving. Mm. And don't maybe have a lot of like spare cash.
1: Yeah. No, that's true. Um but I want it. The the I I I'm a huge fan of the OLED. Yeah. I've said this before. I mean, this—it's like, it, like going back to an old switch after going to the OLED is just like, jar, like jarring to like say oh, the really? least. Um, so I'm a huge fan of it. So I support this, though. Playing Splatoon on your handheld is also not necessarily recommended. You probably want to get a pro controller, but they do have the pro controller with the cool design too. But you already they have do. one, don't you? I have one. Yeah. Yeah, but um, like, yeah, like Splatoon is one of those same thing. First person shooters on uh a, a switch or not first but third person a shooter game is, yeah. is harder but it's fine with splatoon because you're just throwing paint everywhere so like i was gonna say it's like not a lot of precision right depends like a lot of the uh single player specifically the dlc stuff that came out for splatoon 2 was very like pinpoint accurate with some of the, mm. the platforming because they made like the shooting platforming kind of puzzly thing happen yeah, with it yeah. but yeah still hey i'm excited for splatoon
0: yeah. But I I saw that and I was like, I don't need an OLED, like whatever. But I was like, oh, but it's got the cool like uh like not engraving on the back, but it's got the cool like back like bezel stuff, but I don't
1: I don't know. We'll see. 'Cause
0: it's got it's what, three hundred bucks flat?
1: Uh, probably. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need that. Join me with a Steam Deck. Put that five dollars down get it. For what though? For you what, know, like, what not? Uh. Huh? What about that?
0: <laughs> no, that's nothing, Justin. That's not a counter. It's like, like, I tend to not play games on my PC just because, I like, I work here and I want to, like, not yep, be Yeah, so work.
1: then you can play them not on your PC. You can play them. But
0: what games exist on the PC that I don't have elsewhere? Neon White. Yeah, but the problem, I know,
1: like you know what I mean, like. But hey, like uh, the humble bundle games thing is all the Lego games, so you can just get all the Lego games. You can play them on your Steam Deck because that's really what you want to do with your Steam Deck: play all the Lego games. Like that's the thing.
0: I, I think if I had a
1: Steam Deck, I would just like download
0: a bunch of stuff and like like play five minutes and go like, whoa, I can't believe this is working on a handheld. Device. I know, I know, and then just like,
1: it's, okay, now what? What it's gonna be if I decide to buy it? It's just gonna be me playing Remote Play on my Xbox, <laughs> like right, or exactly. just streaming on it. That's all I'm gonna be doing. Exactly.
0: Uh, it's just not like I'm just not on the go enough. And when I am like, I think the switch is perfectly fine for that. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Justin, let's talk about the news. I'm going to play it again.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was overzealous earlier about it. Uh, I just I, <laughs> I worked really hard on figuring out how to make that work. <laughs> how did you make it work? What did you do? Magic. So I, have a stre- I have a stream deck here that I bought um, on. Oh, it might have been on sale. I don't know. I bought this. Uh, with hopes of like podcast stuff um <laughs> uh, with hopes of doing what i just did um so I had to watch a bunch of videos on how to use the stream deck i had to figure out how to get it working with audacity i had to figure out how to get it working with discord to figure out how to just use it um yeah it's kind of fun
1: yeah no it's great i i still have it it's plugged in i just never like did anything with it it's still oh yeah there. you have one don't you i've also got it just like set up so
0: like I can just open Premiere and, like, Photoshop and, like, some of the CMSs that I write in and stuff like
1: that. Yeah. It's probably um, going to be uh, sitting right next to my Steam Deck, like the two of no, them. Oh, sure. Both yeah, things plugged in, never used. Collecting dust. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Steam Deck for sale, never used. Um, that was my favorite Robert Frost poem.
1: Yeah, really uh, Let's talk
0: about God of War. What do you think? Let's do it. God of War Ragnarok has a release date. Uh, <gasps> it's coming out November 9th, 2022. This year. It's coming out this year. Yes, despite rumors of its delay and whatever, um, it is coming out this year, and they they haven't shown much of it. Like we've only seen so 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 far. We have seen three things. We've seen the initial teaser, which was just the like circle looking thing. I don't know what that is. That um, said, Ragnarok is coming, right? And then we saw the like gameplay trailer from when? Like was that like October of last year? I think so. And then we saw we got along with the release date we got a trailer of um a trailer of the it's just like a pre-rendered thing it's not gameplay at all uh, it's like a cinematic trailer of it's like 30 seconds of Kratos and Atreus fighting and then they see a big dog which i think is i don't know it's the it's the, it's the
1: one that uh Hulk fights in Ragnarok
0: Yeah okay i remember that Yeah um i will say so as i've completed um god of war 2018 this past week i have really liked um a lot of the foreshadowing they're doing with this game uh particularly with thor because i mean thor seems to be a big part of it there's a giant mjolnir hammer that comes in the whatever like giant collector deluxe edition uh, among other things and like i mean they talk about him a lot in the in god of war and um I think it's pretty cool because the one of the last things they, that I heard them say about it is I found, like, as you're, like, going through the world, you find these, like, um, like murals of, like, legends and stuff like that. And the last one I found um, was Thor killing some people, which was uh, a common theme. And Atreus, like, spoke on that, and he was basically like, wow, it sort of seems like Thor, like, is pretty violent and kills a lot of people, huh? And um, Mimir is like... Yeah, that's an interesting theme you're sort of picking up on there, <laughs> which I think just like it made my like stomach drop a little bit. Just like, oh, gosh, like he's so co- like he is going to fuck some shit up in Ragnarok. Um, yeah, I, I, I am looking forward to this on November 9th uh it's editing peter here again we we didn't properly say maybe that there would be some god of war spoilers uh the next little section here if you're uninterested in those go ahead and uh take a look at the time code in the description uh thanks for listening enjoy the episode bye
1: yeah it really uh it really makes me want to go back um and not only play the original game again but go back and listen to all of the um spoiler discussions uh cory balrog did a really like uh a widespread like press tour afterwards in which he went on a bunch mm-hmm. of podcasts, IGN kind of funny, probably more. Um, and he just talked about like things that were potential like theories about what was happening, um, in the actual, like, story. And a lot of it, like, centered around, like, who the World Serpent is and what is the gameplay going to be like and all this kind of stuff. Who blew the horn or the the call that summoned the World Serpent, that kind of stuff. Um, mm. So he teased uh, a bunch of that kind of stuff with some, like, theories and stuff. So I'm interested to find out what that means and if this is going to be a time-traveling romp through the metaverse or is it just going to be... Um, a you know, kind of straightforward story. When the whole game, you're just th- uh, you're um, Kratos and Atreus the whole time, like God of War. But I'm interested. Well, what else would it be? Like, like who you're playing as? So Is who- that a question? P- potentially so mm. like here's some of the theory do you want me to go in just a little bit of it not too much yeah
0: yeah so like uh main minor spoilers maybe got a war minor
1: minor spoilers so um the world serpent is uh the father of loki i believe in like the the ancient tradition or whatever like okay. the, the the world serpent gave birth to loki which would insinuate that the World Serpent is Kratos. And if you look at the World Serpent's markings, it's similar looking to what Kratos has for his markings. So a lot of the theories mm. is kind of like potentially uh, Atreus is the one who blew the horn to summon the world serpent, but that's the Atreus who traveled from the past to the, to the past. What the fuck? Oh gosh. I know like a lot of this stuff is like going on (laughs) and stuff like that. But um, moral of the story is when Corey Balrog was talking about it, he didn't like discredit the potential that that was in fact Kratos and that Kratos will die in this game. So I have my own theories about that as well um
0: about what what might happen with kratos i thought like um and this is just speculation okay i'll probably put a time code in the in the episode description if you're not wanting to hear spoilers um but i thought that loki uh sorry i thought that atreus was gonna try and kill kratos because there's all these like themes of like like loki uh, fuck atreus keeps saying like yeah, it's weird, like, who would ever kill their father? Yeah. You, like, me. Like, there's, like, a side quest all about yeah, that, yeah, and, like, Kratos is like, uh, I don't know, and then, um, like, he reveals to him, like, you know, Kratos is like, I killed my own father, and and all this sort
1: of stuff. Um,
0: yeah, I thought that's where it was going, but...
1: It could, I and mean, I mean, it, maybe, that, maybe that'll be the thing, when there's, like, a situation when one of the bosses you fight is, uh, your Atreus, or maybe the other way around, when you gain control of Atreus, um, similar to... last of us part two but i don't i don't a lot of good stuff that could happen we'll see we'll
0: see yeah yeah i'm excited for this game uh what do you think of these collector's editions and deluxe editions there's like six different there's not there's like four
1: yeah i watched Um, i watched the video with thor um the actor who plays thor unboxing it uh they look kind of cool um i don't know if i need any of this shit but like it still looks kind of (laughs) cool
0: it's kind of thing so basically like some of them you can get the hammer uh you can get like a little vinyl uh uh record of like some of the soundtrack you can get uh like little like dice and stuff yeah um, it's it's the kind of thing that like a lot of you know most of these big playstation games have something like this um i i find a lot of it to be like very tchotchke very like uh well what do i do with this <laughs> you know um yeah but yeah. like i think like the hammer is really cool and like the steel book is is pretty cool but like okay i've got like a dice like a dice set <laughs> do we- should i use these or yeah don't <laughs> you, know, you want to like,
1: don't you want to play the the new the unannounced tabletop version of god of war use your wooden dice throw those around
0: gosh i well, i'm going to talk about the platinum for god of war at the end of the show um but like i am so glad there was not a dice game in that because like i remember doing the fucking board game from horizon being like this oh, sucks
1: god. worse than the board game that was pretty bad was the fucking races too those two things just <laughs> needed to not be in the game
0: yeah uh i feel a similar way about some of the stuff in god of war anyway moving <laughs> on um uh the steelbook people have been clowning on this this is not a new thing where this st- you get a steelbook display case but no disc of the game which is as someone who likes to collect <laughs> physical copies of things like always infuriating um because it's just like let me bu- then let me buy the steelbook with the game in it you
1: know but alas yeah that really doesn't make sense does it no but hey you know it's still a cool steelbook yeah
0: um yeah so there you go god of war ragnarok coming out november 9th 2022 i'll Look be there to it i'll be there i'll be there we'll play it we'll talk about it um other playstation first party playstation news or is it first party no it's not square enix uh but other playstation exclusive news sorry uh for the game uh what is that isekai is the name of the genre of like people who get transported to fantasy worlds um uh, has been uh, delayed from, I think it was originally like October, 2022 into January, onto January 24th, 2023. Um, I think, <laughs> I think, um, the beginning of 2023 is starting to be pretty mega stacked in the same way that like the beginning of this past year was. And as we've talked about before, like, I think this just goes to show that is a time of year now that is going to be another big release window.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it probably makes sense. I mean, you would think the holiday season, like, they're, they probably don't want, like, people to be working necessarily over Christmas and, like, have these, like, huge days and stuff right in the holiday time. No, so, delay it. It doesn't matter. Delay it, move it back. And, I mean, ultimately, uh, the video game industry is still doing well. Um, so I, I don't think they, they need to necessarily worry about, like, running things in for the holiday season. Um, no. I think the holiday season is every season when you're a video game player nowadays. So,
0: yeah. I mean, there's just a lot of good stuff coming all the time. Yeah, I, like, I'm glad that they're delaying. Not glad that they're delaying it. But, like, God, I was, oh. But, like, good for them to, like, delay it. I'm not, like, the last trailer I saw for Spoken had me interested a little bit more than previous ones did. I'm not hurting to play this game. Uh, it'll come out when it comes out, and I'll play it then. Um, I think its original release date was, like, May, though. I think we would have been playing it by now. Oh, I I thought, I thought it was October scheduled. 11th. No, I mean, I mean the the original like, the original original release date when they first announced it.
1: Um, now would have been but, a great now would have been a great time to play it, but obviously they're yeah. not going to be able to release it way earlier. <laughs> like this isn't they're not it's delaying not, uh, this because it's, yeah yeah. Well, like those are rare. Can't I wait think, for that I, game.
0: I think that there are like the summer is always such like a in few months, um, and I always feel like there's one game that just really controls everything. Um, last year it was like Resident Evil, even though, you know, you did get uh, like Ratchet and Clank and a handful of other things like showing up um, in the summer, like Resident Evil was that game, at least in my opinion, that like really, really controlled that little section there, Um, which I think, I don't know, is good for marketing because you're the only game, you know what I mean? That people are like talking about as opposed to being like, you know, what we're doing for holiday, which like, yes, can result in bigger sales because it's around Christmas and other holidays where gift giving is happening. But uh, yeah, I I I'm.
1: I'll play this when it comes out. Yeah, and I, it'll be, I'll probably like it because it's looking like my kind of game.
0: Yeah, yeah, me too, Justin. As as we said like four months ago, E three is coming back in twenty twenty three confirmed.
1: <laughs>
0: it was funny. Like as soon as they announced that, like, hey, it's not happening this year, and everyone they basically said like e3 is not happening in 2022 it'll be back in 2023 and everyone was like well there goes e3 it's dead and then like i don't know i think i feel like you and i were like i mean maybe but they have plans to do it again uh and uh it is going to be changing form as Readpop, which is an organization that um is in charge of Uh, Like PAX and other like Comic-Cons and like New York Comic-Con. The Chicago one, C2E2 is run by ReadPop. Uh, Things like the Star Wars Celebrations, stuff like that. Uh, And they also like own a handful of like brands and stuff like gamesindustry.biz. So ReadPop is going to be running E3 as opposed to I think the ESA or maybe they'll be working together. Yeah, it's a partnership uh, with ReadPop. Um, So it'll be back. I imagine that because of this, it's going to have a much more public facing um, slant to it so that like more people can actually go in on the show floor and whatnot, potentially turning it from being what it has been in the past of like an exclusively uh, like media led events and just like really opening it up more like a PAX. But uh, back in 2023, what do you think, man?
1: I mean, I think it makes sense. I think, you know, if this is going to be more of a fan-based uh, event, like, the idea of it being, like, in addition with PAX seems like... I don't know. Isn't PAX more about the fan experience? Already? Uh,
0: mixed. I mean, yeah. It, it's just like a convention uh, where, like, you know, at conventions, like, serious interviews and stuff are, are taking place. And, yeah, and people yeah. are previewing things and whatnot. But, uh it, it, the, the show floor is, like, 100% open to
1: people. To people. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I guess my, my thing is, like, I, I, I really wonder if video game, like, the industry is going to change. You know, like, are they going to go back to having, like, conferences around E3 anymore or... Or are they just going to, like, have it be something open where people can try some stuff, not maybe the newest stuff? Like, will Nintendo move their Direct up now? Are they going to go back to this week being the week of things? Or is this going to be another convention um, that is not like the E3s we know from the past with the Summer Game Fest, the random conferences coming around uh, normally? Because I personally don't think if I am one of the big companies, it's going to make sense to do everything at this e3 conference anymore or like forcing these announcements into this week window anymore when it's much cheaper and much more timely to just drop a direct or a trailer or a blog post when you're ready for it i mean i i, I th- am i'm excited that there's still going to be a video game conference in june but i don't see it being like the e3 of the past even if it has e3 as the name
0: yeah i i like i think i completely agree with what you're saying here. Um, I, I think you've already started to see that though, in terms of these bigger companies, like pulling out uh, from E3 and, and hosting their own things because there has been that shift, right. To um, the more public facing aspect of it, as it's been open to the public uh, in, you know, in, in a fairly limited capacity, but you know, people still could get tickets to go. Um, so yeah, I think this might be, I think this will be good for E3 as, as, like like a brand that is needs to continue to exist um uh, but i don't think it'll i think you're right it will be a change in the way that e3 is maybe regarded among the industry and also the way it's utilized in the industry does that make sense
1: yeah absolutely i mean i, I still think ultimately this will be a good way to have you know another video games based convention at a part of the year where there's normally a video game convention Agreed. um and just give more people an opportunity to go to it because where where's pax uh normally well, so there's a few different ones. There's like, there's PAX, like PAX East, East PAX, PAX Central, Sa- I think. Cent- yeah. Which so, is like Texas. So is there one in California? Yeah, I think so. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I'm sure like if this company who is in like the PAX company is doing E3, they're not going to cannibalize themselves. Like they're, they're probably no, of course not. partnering with this because they, they see some sort of opportunity to do something um, in this window of E3. And I would trust them to be able to put on a convention. So... I think this is good for E3, but I still don't think it's going to be E3 as we are used to.
0: Yeah, I agree, and when we'll just have to see what that is. Because um, I don't know, like I was left kind of cold by Summer Game Fest, uh, just because like I was never sure like what is part of Summer Game Fest, <laughs> yeah. like what, yeah. what is a part of that, what's independent, and like what should I be watching and whatever. Um, but. You know,
1: so it goes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Summer Games Fest is essentially just like something that is like forcing itself to tie things together almost in a way that is like not necessary. Because <laughs> I mean, essentially, the, the they just had their opening night live and like like co stream sometimes, but that was like kind of it.
0: Was opening night? No, because opening night live, not is opening even... it live,
1: not opening it live. The uh, Gamescom. They right? had their opening stream though, right? Like that. Yeah. They just had their conference that everyone was upset with, even though it was kind of cool, but long but you know whatever it's fine it's fine
0: it's fine perfectly fine it's fine Fine. so there you go uh e3 is back just like it said it would be uh not but four months after everyone was mourning it and eulogizing it um my hero academia justin we are fans of
1: it huge fan
0: yeah i like it a lot i've not caught up entirely in season what like six or whatever but they all um, fight each other they all fight each other
1: yeah i mean that's usually the how, how these work right
0: <laughs> yeah i like the reason i actually haven't caught up is because i got to like a very slow like training arc of like everyone having to fight each other on like class and i was just like oh gosh oh <laughs> like,
1: so you're not looking forward to this announcement
0: <laughs> no this is fine this is fine it's just like I, what i really like about my hero is that like you it's an uh, like yes our main characters but it is an ensemble cast with like every single person in the class um like, you know about them. And, like, I feel like in other shows it would be, like, okay, now time for a school test. And, like, you would own, or, like, like the tournament arc at the very beginning. Uh, I think in other shows you wouldn't see the full tournament. You would just see, like, Deku and maybe one other, like, snippets of another person's fight. But, like, no, you see everyone's fight, even if they're, like, minor characters, um, so I do like that, but, like, the most recent arc that I was watching was just, like, so slow of just, like, fuck, and they're fighting all of class, like, 1B or whatever, like,
1: please stop. I, I do have to say the, the climax, there's some cool moments in that arc, too. I still like it, because the, the end of it is good. The payoff yeah. is
0: good, but, yeah. like, just, like, oh, gosh, I have to watch six characters I don't fucking care yeah. about
1: for I, I, two episodes. But still, the I think the thing that I love is just when they use their powers in, like, new and creative ways with each other, mm-hmm. like, no matter who, what the power is, because... It, It's like, ooh, what's their power? How is that going to work with this power? I just think that's always a cool thing that they do, and the the writers are clever enough to make even insignificant characters seem significant, which is why I think this potential announcement is an interesting one for me, at least.
0: So the announcement is My Hero Ultra Rumble, which is a battle royale free to play game uh, by Bandai Namco, who I'm a fan of. Um, I I think their combat usually feels really good. Are they in charge? Do they make Smash?
1: Um I think they publish it, but yeah. No, Nintendo publishes. Not publish it. I guess they do make it. Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Let's, let's take a look
0: here. Um uh, publisher, yeah, okay. Developer, yeah, Bannon Namco. Oh.
1: Um
0: So yeah, so like they make Smash. Like their their combat feels good. Uh a recent uh, game of theirs that I really like that wasn't like Smash, but I think might be a little bit more like this. My hero game, Scarlet Nexus, uh, they made. Um, so this is basically a free-to-play Battle Royale game. There is a uh, closed beta that's going up. Um, you can sign up on their website uh, if you're interested in playing it. There's just a quick trailer of them running around and fighting a bunch of stuff. I'll be curious to see like how it all works, because uh, I think the interesting part of like Battle Royales is accumulating stuff and then like making... The stuff you have work in terms of like, okay, well, I've got a gun I don't really love, but a grenade that I think I can make work and put the enemy into this sort of position so I can whatever, you know what I'm saying?
1: Um, From what I was reading, it seems it's going to be a lot more like what they do in those like episodes of the training stuff in which they break it up. And I think it's like three teams of eight or something like that. Um, yeah. And there'll be like specific roles that people play. Like There'll be the heroes and the villains. And then like the heroes will have certain things that they'll have to do to, to win from the villains. So it's more it seemed like it'd be a little bit more objective than just like kill the other team. Yes. Which is kind of cool. Yes. Like if they're going to use the actual like story to like make a, a different and unique battle royale. However, when you say battle royale with 24 people to me, that doesn't sound like a recipe for success.
0: Well, because, okay, so, like, yeah, you're saying about, like, it being more objective-based, and it is, because it says here, uh, if you're a hero-villain, you'll get the chance to rescue or intimidate bystanders, get special power-ups, to give you a competitive advantage, like, if it's, if it is more objective-based, then I think it starts to not become a battle royale, it's a right? Mo- it battle seems royales, more MOBA, right? It would depend, yeah, kind of, or just, like, a multiplayer game, you know what I mean? Yeah, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. Any sort of, like, competitive multiplayer game, uh, because, like the thing about a battle royale is like last person or last squad or whoever standing wins it's like 24 characters or 24 players like yeah that's not like nothing but that seems a little low for maybe what
1: they're wanting you know what i'm saying yeah but hey i mean it's free to play i'll I'll play this it's free yeah i
0: like my hero good um
1: good good game you got
0: any my hero academia impressions in you justin
1: uh no, and the reason being is because I stopped listening to the dub version. <laughs> so, um, like all I have are the is the subversion in my head. So, like, oh really? Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. I just watch the dubs. Yeah. Um, so,
1: like, there's no way for me to do that. Um, on I got like, one. Okay, go for it.
0: So this is Endeavor, the flaming hero who's, yeah, whatever. He goes. <laughs> okay, hold on. Shoto. <laughs> he always says that. Uh, I think that's fun.
1: <laughs> uh, so there you go. Um, probably play this. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I love. It. I love this series. I can't wait. I. The only thing is that I've ruined it because I've read so. I've read far ahead, so I like know what's going to happen in the anime, so I don't feel. Oh, like sure. I'm like waiting with bated breath for the new stuff to come out, but.
0: It's uh, I think the creator said that he's potentially interested in wrapping it up. Um, Although he, I think he said that before, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I like I like when manga ends.
1: Yeah, yeah. When it,
0: like like when I I really like when a story is like when a creator has like a vision of like here's beginning, middle, and end. You know, like I just really like when someone says and I'm done. You yeah, know, like and yeah. That, like that's what I wanted to tell, as opposed to something that just like sort of keeps going. Keeps like, going and going
1: and going and going. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's why I really like Chainsaw Man. Anyway, uh, speaking of other Japanese news, um, Hideo Kojima was falsely accused online of assassinating former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, um, in a turn of events that's a little wild, but also sadly predictable. Um, so basically, uh... The long and short of it was is that uh, a former prime minister of Japan, Shinzo Abe, was assassinated at gunpoint uh, during a rally as he was up for it, it's reports. I saw were talking about like re-election or something like that, or just some sort of uh, political campaign that he was going on because I think he is a, ret- a retired politician. Um, he, uh, yeah, I think he is. I don't know. Uh, we were talking about this before the show. <laughs> like uh, we were looking at this guy's Wikipedia page. Uh, and I don't know a lot about how the Japanese government works, uh, so there's a lot of here where I'm like the, the National Diet and the, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, like, he's the, the Defense Minister. Like I just don't know how this works, but he was on on at some sort of event um, and was assassinated um, by someone else named their last name was Yagami uh, Tatsuya Yagami. Uh, Tetsuya Yagami was arrested on the spot. I mean, he, like, people were there, saw him be assassinated by this guy, got him arrested, like, pretty cut and dry. And then on 4chan, someone, I don't know if they were making a joke or what. I mean, 4chan is kind of like a place on the internet that I just would never go uh, because it's just cursed and terrible it's like if reddit was really bad and reddit is already really bad
1: um it's like, so it, like it, it, it's like if you don't have community standards you know what i mean <laughs> right yes like it is it is
0: like a pretty lawless place that is just it's a pretty horrific website um so on 4chan some uh poster made a joke saying that uh the person who shot him was hideo kojima based on uh an image of him being tackled to the ground the shooter uh, tetsuya yagami um I mean, just like it's a Japanese it's a he's they've got like a similar haircut, uh, but and and the shooter, I think, had his face generally covered. Um, so, like. I don't know, they were I don't know, like, I guess I just don't know what the joke is, um, but the joke was then picked up on, uh, by a French comedian named. Um, let's see. Uh, well, on Twitter, they just go by Olden Snake. Uh, so I don't know what that person's name is, uh, but they're a French comedian, and so they picked up on the joke and sort of tweeted about it, saying, like, I'm so heartbroken that Hideo Kojima would, uh, would do such a thing. Uh, and then a French politician who is a part of a white nationalist group uh, tweeted out uh, about this, talking about, just, just, like, spreading this fake information. Uh, and then a bunch of other different places, a different bunch of diff- uh, other different outlets picked up on this, and we're just, like, broadcasting Hideo Kojima killed uh, uh, this former prime minister. So, obviously, like, that is an extraordinarily serious accusation, to which, I mean, Kojima just, like, wasn't involved with this even a little bit, 1%, other than just he is a Japanese man um, who, like, has a the similar haircut to this other guy. Um, And so this guy, Damien Ryu, I don't know if I'm saying that right. He's a white nationalist. So I don't care Uh, (laughs) what tweeted about this. uh, And, then kojima productions responded saying kojima productions strongly condemns the spread of fake news and rumors that convey false information we do not tolerate such libel and will consider taking legal action in some cases um so this damien ryu guy has since apologized saying like sorry to kojima and you know metal gear fans for um sharing this misinformation he basically said i didn't think people would make jokes about the assassination of you know a political leader but i sh- it was wrong for not verifying the information before sharing it so that's that is a lot that is so wild what do you what is your take on this
1: here well i mean from the the first thing is that like it kind of just shows you like the danger of the internet because any one story can like get out there and even yeah. if it starts off being something that people are intentionally. Um, like saying like, Hey, doesn't this guy kind of look like Kojima to then someone being like, Oh my God, Kojima shot this person to then having the images put out there to then an actual news company, picking it up and, and showing like the images unawares of the fact that it's based off this story. Um, I mean, it's just like when bad information goes viral and like, um, it, it's one of the, the many negative side effects of being so uber connected and so, instantaneously being able to post anything you think or want on the internet that you know people can you know get caught in the crossfires literally in this case like kojima being um connected to this assassination is something that you know is probably for a while you type in kojima and this it pops up and like that's bad for kojima um and it's bad for people that this can happen to them and their lives can be affected significantly because of that so uh, I don't know. You just got to be so careful when uh, putting stuff on the internet, um, like whether it's for good intentions, joke intentions or whatnot, you just got to be careful.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that, that's the whole thing, right? Like uh, understanding that, Hey, jokes like this, uh, it, it jokes like in the most like big parentheses, right? <laughs> right. Like, right. Not parentheses, uh, quotation marks, jokes like these can impact people. And yep. like, I'm not saying Kojima is lucky but I am saying that, like, Kojima is a, this is extraordinarily easy to disprove, right? And he has a lot of people backing him here. I mean, not only just his company, but, like, this is extraordinarily easy to disprove that he was there. And there are a lot of people who were, are, like, following this closely, being like, what is happening with all of this? Not everyone has that behind them, right? Like, that is not something that, like, everyone can do so like you look at if were this to have happened to just some regular person the damage done to that person's reputation and name could potentially never be undone obviously like that is then a case for libel or slander uh lawsuits and whatnot um that would be easily winnable but like you never hear you very rarely hear the follow-up to that sort of thing and very rarely is the follow-up to that sort of thing um uh as well known and as widely you know discussed as the initial incident so
1: scary uh, world man one of the things uh, uh uh Claire and I were talking about um was how we visited the 911 um memorial in uh, uh New, New York. York City and how this was in 2001 right and how this was before everyone had social media. Everyone had Twitter. Everyone had yeah. these things. So it, the, the conversation started about like the coverage of this day would have been massively different if it happened in twenty twenty two. The of amount like 9/11. of nine eleven of nine eleven from everything yeah. from like the the you know a lot more film of things happening, a lot more film of what's happening in the building and stuff like that and how when you have tragic events like that happen, how you have this like heightened coverage. And with that coverage, you would also get heightened rumors, heightened false information putting out there. And even if it's not done with negative intentions, um, how these rumors and misinformation can get out there and become what the news story is and like change things about like, Oh, this person was one of the terrorists or this person was this like how that could like significantly change someone's life or change how things were covered and how you just got to be so careful with how easy it is to, you know, get video, how easy it is to put something out there and your thoughts out there. um, And uh, how, you know, we live in such a different time uh, nowadays that
0: you're, you're totally right. And I think the scary thing then is too the, when people do maliciously do this, right. I mean, not to bring it down a little bit, but uh, I mean, this is really fucking bleak and dark. But after the was it Uvalde shooting in Texas Uvalde. last month, Uvalde, yeah, uh, I've only ever read it, obviously. Um, <laughs> never heard anyone say it out loud. After that shooting, um, there were there were people trying to say, "Oh, the person who did it is this trans woman," and then that was circling around, and it was not her. <laughs> she did not do it. Um, But basically, I think people were saying, oh, well, she kind of looks like the the person in this picture and she doesn't get the follow up. Right. Uh, The benefit of the doubt with this sort of stuff. And that's being done maliciously against this person. So it's just like. Even when it is an accident or whatever, it is a huge deal, but then it is such a nightmare, too. in the fact that people are doing this on purpose sometimes and, and whatever, but. Be careful and be kind. Last week, we talked about you know being kind and and calling people out when they're being horrible and that continues with this sort of thing so there you go kojima very sorry to hear that you are going through this but very happy that you have a support um net i guess with your company and with with you being a a public figure to be able to combat this um because that is pretty
1: shitty uh speaking of pretty shitty uh gamestop are you familiar with it justin I've heard about it once is, is that is that the one with um they have the the uh, NFTs? Uh Justin, interesting you bring that up. They
0: sure do. Uh so GameStop uh laid off a lot of people within its company um as it has shifted into focusing more on NFTs, and to my understanding, it did not lay off anyone involved with their NFT division. Uh so both GameStop like employees and uh you know other other staff members whether they are just people selling games and whatnot or like the people higher up in the company um have seen major layoffs and then also because gamestop owns game informer the publication that website saw uh, a a minor layoff with three different people i mean it's already a pretty bare bones team um so anytime you're gonna lose three people like that that's massive um but also hey uh, they are all extraordinarily talented people <laughs> that that I mean, I don't know. I think are worth uh, worth keeping around because also, hey, don't lay people off because you're going to focus on NFTs. I think that's going to uh, look really bad in the future, GameStop, when you're already sort of not killing it in the year 2022.
1: <laughs> Yeah, I mean, to me, I look at the story, and I don't think it's so much about GameStop choosing to make this change. I think they're kind of forced to make this change. Yes. um, Because, you know, it's going back to the fact that GameStop, uh, that spike a few years back aside, is a dying business model. And they're looking for a way to modernize it and change it. Um, And I guess NFTs, when a company, when in doubt, NFT it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I guess that's what companies do nowadays. I still couldn't tell you, what the hell they mean by we're going to focus on NFTs and how that's going to be a profitable, long sustaining business model. But uh.
0: so they, they launched GameStop NFT, which you can sign up to become a creator for. I don't know what that means. Um, I I don't know if your GameStop like, okay, the human cost of this aside, which is terrible. And like, I mean, so people I loosely know who worked at game informer, one of them was one of the people who was let go. Um, like that, that's terrible and horrible. I guess from a business perspective if you say well we're GameStop and we're a failing company like as the shift to uh physical to to digital media over physical media has like come in full force um they're like we don't know what to do. They tried to fit like to pivot to like <laughs> like they bought what was it website called thinkgeek.com which is why every time you go into a GameStop it's like walk into a child's room, just, like, shit on the floor, like, (laughs) just, like, (laughs) Zelda shot glasses and, like, Funko Pops fucking everywhere. Like, all all the, like, really weird tchotchke, like, oh, do you want a Pokemon Crock-Pot? Like, I don't. GameStop, I want a video game. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Um, Like, they tried to shift into that, and then, like, that just didn't work very well. Uh, And so I guess if you're a company and saying, like, well, we're failing on everything, I guess let's just pivot into one new thing that seems to be potentially promising, uh, if you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> like, I guess let's go into NFTs, sure. Uh, despite the fact that, like, the, like, crypto value is, like, at its lowest so that it has been over the past. I don't I, I don't have the information in front of me, but it is uh, not seeing a lot of growth right now. In fact, quite the opposite. Um, and, like, NFT sales have, like, drastically dropped and lowered and stuff like that. So... Yeah, I don't know. Like, this sucks. It's just like GameStop is a dying brand, and they're not afraid to let you know. And I think they're not afraid to let you know when you're in the store as they're trying to sell you $6 of a two-year warranty on your game. Have you ever broken a game disc, Justin? Ever? Yes. Wow.
1: Uh, so like, on purpose? I wouldn't say it was on purpose. It was just because I was an idiot. And it wasn't a game disc. Okay. It was a N64 cartridge. Okay, a little it, different, but go on. And I was trying to clean it, and then I used a toothbrush, and it, like, mm. scratched the heck out of the, the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. So it became unplayable, um, and it was a game that I actually bought through GameStop. It was a fighting game called Fighter's Destiny, and not not the best fighting game of all time, but, like, the cool thing about that specific cartridge I got was they had all the hard-to-unlock characters unlocked, so then I go, <laughs> then I go back to the GameStop, and I was like, I was cleaning this, and uh, it just didn't stop working. And they're like, it looks scratched. So they gave me a new one, and um, then it didn't have the characters unlocked, and I'm just not good enough to unlock them.
0: Yeah, that's really unfortunate, man.
1: Yeah, but they, hey, this was, uh, you know, back in like the early 2000s, uh, they let me turn it in for a new one.
0: Oh, well, there you go. So they wouldn't do that now. No, 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 no. <laughs> They'd be no, like, no. well, did you pay $6 when you bought this? Because <laughs> like seriously, every single time. And I feel bad because like I know they have to. Like they like, this guy doesn't want to ask me this. He, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. It's his job. Um, but it's like a two-minute little spiel about like, well, have you considered? It's like, no, I don't. It's like
1: reading from the script as he's like doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's like eight paragraphs.
0: I've literally, I've never broken a game disc. I don't know, like, I, I just don't know what that would be like they've got like a few discs at least the one by us uh like of discs like taped to the (laughs) to the counter which is like (laughs) scratches with like keys and stuff but like how the fuck would that happen like i don't know like maybe if you had a child like that could i don't know what i'm trying to say is like they are a dying business they're not afraid to let you know and based on these the layoffs that have happened and also this like pivot into nfts as like a hail mary uh i think it's pretty clear that that they're um having a lot of struggles
1: yep yep and i think it does suck because i think it is a great place for people who like video games to to work and like to have that conversation um yeah. with with someone about games but um it's just the, it's more of the model rather than the the individual workers you know what i mean
0: oh i mean the individual workers like they don't have any say in this no. like this is all just like the you know company bigwigs. uh i've got an idea how to save game stop so you look at Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble is similarly having an, has having a similar issue as GameStop is right. Uh, e-readers, people love buying e-readers sales from Barnes and Nobles are like physical, physical books are down in everything except for manga. Cause manga is having this like huge explosion, explosion of popularity, but physical book sales are down. What do you do if you're Barnes and Noble? Well, you could turn it into a horrifying tchotchke land that is <laughs> like GameStop uh, or you just make it a cool place to hang out and read a book. So, you know, they they like, I don't know if they're partnered with Starbucks or whatever, but like most Barnes and Nobles you go into, they've got like a Starbucks connected to them. Uh, so if you're reading a book, you can sit down and have your coffee or they've got like nice big comfy chairs for you to sit down and read or like study or whatever. They've made it into a place where people who like books and like the atmosphere can come hang out.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: and, and they don't feel bad, at least personally, I don't feel bad for being in a in a... Barnes and Noble just like walking around browsing looking at the books whatever whereas I think like a GameStop if they were to shift into that like being a place for people who play games to like hang out or or just not feel like they're in trouble for being there <laughs>
1: yeah <exactly. laughs> which is how
0: I always feel at GameStop they're like what do you need I'm like I don't know I'm browsing uh <laughs> like what do you have um oh nothing great uh I think that would be a potential way to make it a better spot, but also I don't know. What do I know?
1: I also think books are a little bit different too, because like you know, if totally. they just if they just have like games out, like the chance of things breaking and the chance of them not working anymore 100%. is significantly higher. But um,
0: and who wants to touch stuff that people have touched, especially in the, like in the pandemic? Like yeah, no, thank no you. One. No, thank yeah. you at
1: all. But yeah, um, I I think it's just hard too because like you know video games are still something that you know the it's either the people who know will buy this stuff or like their parents will and i don't see like a parent just going around gamestop to like buy something
0: no no you know i like, always or like, hang out even no of course not it's just it's always so disappointing whenever like i go into a gamestop and i see people who like might not know you know what i mean like trying to pick up something i'm like i'll, I'll help you like, <laughs> I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna be that guy i'm not going to like oh cool guy
1: yeah (laughs) just
0: like i'll help you out um but like you know they they are i guess doing what they can ps4 used ps4s are selling for 400 dollars at GameStop. like holy shit (laughs) holy shit Mm -mm. i got one Um,
1: unused here for uh, all you have to do is know me you have one unused well no it's in the box no it's like just not used like, I haven't turned my PS4 on for... Oh,
0: it has been unused. I yeah, see. I was unused. like, just, so you have it's... a brand new PS4 just hanging out?
1: No, a... no, 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 no.
0: I got mine for $200. It came with God of War, Last of Us on Horizon. Those <laughs> are
1: <laughs> terrible games, all of a them. Terrible, horrible. Horrible, yeah. why?
0: Get them out of here. Um, speaking of terrible games, let's real quick, Justin, uh, what do you think about this Ubisoft Forward that's coming next month? Are you like, yeah? How do you I, feel about Ubisoft as a as a company, like as a developer, as a studio, as a publisher?
1: Um, confused. Like, I mean, they're like a big company, but I always hear this stuff about them being like aggressively like taken over or wanting to be like taken over and stuff like that. But they're still like one of those bigger companies that I feel like it's just like getting more and more stuff in there, and they're they're like the uh, seems like a lot of their actions are a lot more like how do we get more free to play rather than how to get more like, actually, like, good games and stuff like that, which is why when stuff happens, like, with Assassin's Creed taking a more casual approach to their release schedule, and which doesn't have to be something new every year, it's like, you'll get a new game in the next year, a uh, substantial DLC if you're into it, and then, you know, I don't know, I think they have good games. I like the Ubisoft formula, but I think playing that last Valhalla told me that I'm getting a little sick of those games. Even playing Far Cry 6 told me I'm getting a little sick of those games.
0: I think you're right on the money. Like, I just, like, I think about playing a Ubisoft game now, and it's like, it's not going to have, like, a great story, probably. Or it might have a strong opening, but, like, the story's just going to fizzle out in favor of just, like, you know, icon on map stuff. And then there's going to be, like, this obnoxious, like, store page for like experience points. And there's going to be like a skill tree that doesn't matter that like each thing on the skill tree is going to be like 0.2% more, you know, long range damage. And it's like, what does that mean? Like, that's not, it's 0.2%. Oh, cool. It means nothing. Like, I don't know. Like I just, I think about all the games that Ubisoft used to make that I really liked. And like the games that they make now, like from the same series, like Assassin's Creed two is great. Assassin's Creed one is great. Like they, they, they had good games like Far Cry two and three are awesome. And then I think they've just, like, devolved into this just, like, gross model. I don't know. Maybe maybe it'll be different when the, what's it called, Assassin's Creed Infinity, which is their, like, free-to-play or, like, I mean, live-service How service is that going to be game. better? You know what
1: I mean? Like, it seems like playing more into the parts I don't like anymore about them.
0: Yeah, well, like, I guess I'm saying, like, maybe that will make it so that they don't feel like they have to constantly be, well, I guess if it's free to play. Yeah. I mean, that, like that like so. I mean, that's literally,
1: I mean, that's them um, going away from the more like catered single player stuff to just like being as open and like checkboxy as possible. Like I could yeah. use, I would rather like, and this might be controversial. I would prefer like if the next Zelda game was more traditional, this, these are your dungeons. That's it. Rather than mm-hmm. having another breath of the wild.
0: I, I'm I'm bored with you. I, I I like the more traditional dungeons as opposed to like the Breath of the Wild stuff, but
1: I mean yeah. I'll I'll enjoy it and like it, Breath of the Wild would be a good one of those, but like I feel like Ubisoft has gotten so watered down to what their open world games are because they're just like trying to iterate and do more stuff with it rather than it just being like, Let's focus on what makes a good game. Let's just make it bigger and bigger and bigger and you know, bigger's not always better. No, um, and a I, word that I, yeah go on. And I think maybe Breath of the Wild was the bad excuse because Nintendo clearly is very detail oriented with that stuff. But um, I'm thinking more like a Genshin impact, like you know how that game is mm-hmm. like Breath of the Wild, but so like surface yes. level. And, yes. And uh, what's what was that other one that came out by? Was that Ubisoft that came out? Immortals. With, yeah, Phoenix Immortals Rising. Rising right? That yes. was that was Ubisoft, right? Yeah, it was. Like we don't need that. No. But
0: I uh, I think like for me, I f- their games feel soulless. I, and like I know, like all games are a product, and it's like like it's you know you're buying it, whatever. But like I don't know, I am a very, I think we are a very strong proponents of like games are art, and like yeah. I feel like, but don't look at Ubisoft, <laughs> 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 like please, please no, um yeah it, yeah I don't know. We saw a little bit of gameplay of Skull and Bones, is which is there. Live service, there, si- yeah, see a thieves thing, which like was announced in like twenty fourteen or something. It's finally coming out, I think. In is it November eighth? You've got that on here.
1: I would assume if I wrote it there, yeah. I think it's November eighth.
0: Okay, well, we'll have one great day to play it before God of War comes out. So, <laughs> uh, congratulations, Skull and Bones. Yeah, I, I'm not. I don't know. I probably won't play it because I just don't like Ubisoft games. Like, I just they don't feel like their menus are intuitive because it's always just like the microtransaction stuff, and it's like I already fucking bought your game. <laughs> like yeah um i don't know i also think like see thieves is great have you played it no well like if if you're trying to make like a rip off of it like it's tough because like that is a very good game right right um that does have those microtransaction stuffs in it in it because it is a live service game uh i don't know if it's free to play because it's on game pass but like for me it's free to play <laughs> um but like why would i play that why would i play skull and bones over see of thieves if it's just like I don't I, if it's just a a more realistic art style I guess, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me the thing I, the one thing I'm interested to see what's going on with is Avatar. Like
0: uh the what is that even called? The front, frontiers the frontiers of, Pandora? of Pandora. Yeah. Is yeah. that
1: is that going to get an announcement cuz it's still according to right now slated to come out this year.
0: <laughs> is it really?
1: Yeah. It hasn't been I mean, delayed it, or anything. I am ready to spend whatever I have left on my fantasy uh critic to to
0: try to get this game. <laughs> I mean you have like you'd want I imagine you'd want it to come out uh, alongside uh Avatar Two, Way of the Water.
1: Maybe. Song of the Water. I mean that would make sense, but uh Something Song of the, of the Sea. Song of the Sea no that's a that's a
0: yo ho a
1: pirate's life oh uh, avatar 2 a pirate's life for me ah yeah yeah yes Um, uh but then very clearly they're like not starring johnny depp
0: correct that was a whole debacle yeah they just Uh, it's
1: like yeah yeah
0: yeah anyway uh avatar 2 like you'd want you i imagine you'd want it to come out with song of the water or whatever it's called right like (laughs) I'm not. Is that what it's called? I, thought no, I have no called. idea.
1: I mean, probably <laughs> okay. the new. I, I mean, the yeah, the movie. The trailers that, look good. Like the, it makes me go like, the, oh yeah. The sure. movie that everyone's gonna see, and I will see. But I mean, maybe I'll love it. But who knows?
0: I remember liking Avatar. It's just like not a movie I've ever gone back to. Way of the Water. Oh, it's close. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I imagine like you'd want that. Pan- uh, Frontiers of Pandora to come out alongside it. But like we've only, uh, do we even see gameplay or was it just a pre- pre-rendered trailer from? I don't, I don't think <P3-2> we've seen 21. gameplay of it. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna guess, Justin. It's gonna play exactly like. F- is it? You think it's first person or third person?
1: It's third person. Are you fucking kidding me? First person. Come on. Well, I feel like the trailer was first and, person. And and like it's gonna be third person, and then there's gonna be first person sections in which you're walking around the actual like the front the frontier, the avatar base, the human base, and then you like go into your VR unit and you get put into a a, a nav
0: Okay, so in the in the trailer, it is first person e. Oh,
1: no, well, and there's a section
0: that's first person, then there's some sections that are not. Uh, well, may, I mean, well, either way, it, I imagine it's going to be exactly it's just going to be Far Cry and Assassin's Creed, but just with,
1: but like um, you, instead of a mech, you you put on your your avatar.
0: Yeah, or like you've got you know you, you put your braid into like a like a bird or
1: something. I don't know.
0: Should I do that? Should I try and link up with some birds with my hair?
1: I don't think you're no. <laughs> like a cow? <laughs> no, Sorry, definitely that. not a cow. I don't. I'm I don't, I don't see it. that ending well for you <laughs> or the cow. No, Maybe the true. cow. Cow's like, oh, a friend, and then it'll imprint on you and then just follow you everywhere. You have a couple. Cow- it'll go upstairs, follow you to your room, but then you can't get rid of it.
0: Yeah the top comment on the avatar frontiers of Pandora first look trailer by ubisoft is avatar is, is ubisoft please do not mess this up this game looks has so much potential it's like what do you mean yeah what do you mean potential because <laughs> it's based on avatar it, like that's what i'm saying like it's a cool world it's like a pretty world but like <laughs> the fuck does that mean potential I, I don't know Maybe. anyway um yeah i imagine this will be just assassin's creed or far, meets far cry or, and but it's got like the avatar skin on it whatever. and a
1: lot of icons
0: Oh, it's just going to be fucked with icons, right? Of yeah. just like and like a big tree you climb up to do the like you know, the scan thing yeah. where you get to find more icons and whatever. They'll, like they'll, I, yeah.
1: They'll have a way of the water DLC that comes out like half a year later. That will be like timed with the release of it on Blu-ray that you can like play the water and swim around.
0: And you've got like uh like some voiceover by Sigourney Weaver. Like like they just got one of the actors, you know what I mean? Yeah. Is she yeah. in it, I imagine so. Well, okay,
1: so she okay, spoiler alert. She dies in the original, Uh-oh. right? Does she? Yeah, she. Yeah, her character dies in it, okay. but they recast her as another character.
0: Is that the, weird? Is that gonna be one.
1: weird? I mean, I'm probably, but like, because it's gonna be like, it's like hey, I Sigourney my twin. <laughs> yeah, like, I had,
0: a, I had a secret twin. Yeah, I really
1: hope they write it out poorly like that. You know, this movie will be great. I can't wait for it
0: yeah yeah yeah. just we're going a little bit long but we had a lot to say at the top so like i don't feel bad about it
1: no not it, at all it, it's
0: episode 100 we're gonna do whatever we want it's our podcast yeah yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> but yeah you're <laughs> upset about <laughs> extra content you want more extra content well you should stick around for a patreon <laughs> bonus episode absolutely Woo-hoo! for our
0: three dollar tier subscribers um but uh before we before we wrap up here what have you been playing other than I mean three houses do you have anything anything new to add about that
1: no I've been playing three hopes and it's 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 really bad the game just uh, it's okay bad's the wrong word I'm 36 hours into it or something around that line um and like wow it's like I just can't stop playing it and it's like the right level of strategy because my whole goal is like the strategy is it I'm trying to give the right people the right gifts and having them hang out in the right order so I can like get all my dialogue options like maxed out with all my characters Um, and then, like, every time you get to end of a chapter, you unlock like three new allies, and I'm like, fuck, I gotta do this again for these. And it's all about me trying to like mid max it. Um, but as I said before, it's super fun um, because it's like the fight, it's so close to being what the Fire Emblem Three Houses is. But instead of having these stupid tactics battles, you have the tactics see battles, but with the combat of a Musou game. And I just think that to me, it's the sweet spot of really just keeping combat fresh. Um, and if you ever do play this game, the way to keep it fresh, if you're worried about being repetitive, is try to get all of your characters as high level as possible. If I would just play the same four characters the whole game, I would be bored. But the fact that I've been just trying to like really like shuffle it up and like maximize my relationships and powers with all the characters, it's been a lot more fun for me. So um, it's to the point when I need to stop playing it. Like, we're probably going to be done. I'm going to be like, all right, I got to do some work now. But then I'm going to just, like, find my way on the couch with my Switch. And then, like, three hours later, be like, oh, I guess I didn't charge my Switch last night, even though I've, like, just used the battery up on it. But are you are you liking? Because, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think liking it is bad or wrong. Oh, no, no. no. It's just when I want to do that over, like, you know, eating. I see what you mean. You know what, mean. what I mean? Yes, like, then that yeah, becomes like, a problem. Yes. Yeah, it's like, oh, I got, I got <laughs> adult responsibilities to do. My dog yes. looks like famished next to me, but I just have one more gift to give. Uh, Burned data so comes out, but you know, do you like, feel like you're getting towards the end? I think there's like 15 chapters, so I'm getting close to the end of the one path. I don't think I'm going to go back in like 100 the rest of the game, but I might just start out one of the other uh, routes. Because you were playing as the Kentucky Goblins, or was it... Who was it? No, I'm playing as the uh, Blue Lions. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so I'll probably do Black Eagles next, because that's the other, like, significant path. Um, Yeah. uh, And that's the the one in which you... uh, Edelgard, who's apparently a bad person. But maybe not. She seems to be, like, more of a tragic villain in this game, rather than just being a straight-up villain. Okay. I don't... I'm just saying words. I believe you. But, like, I think you're right. I can't stop watching. Like, if you look at my YouTube timeline, all my video suggestions are like these lore dumps or these, like, like yeah, I watched a whole speed run of not speed run, a run of someone trying to beat the game only using uh, the main character um, with no other characters. Stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: a persona one that there's a guy on YouTube who does, like, persona stuff where it's just like, I'm going to try and beat the game only blocking and just, like, relying on my partners or whatever. Um, and I get get I'm down that rabbit hole. So yeah, Justin, I got the platinum for God of War. Woo! Here's uh, uh, what was the worst trophy. Secret? Uh, a lot of them. I think it's a bad platinum list. Actually, trophy list. Uh, it's not a bad trophy list necessarily. I just think that the side content in that game is terrible. Holy shit, it's so bad that uh, like. V- what is it like the roguelite kind of yeah, yeah the, the, the
1: mist echo place that's the is l-
0: fucking horrible holy yeah.
1: shit how is that in the game yeah to me that was like it was like an unfinished idea that they put in there and they yes. justified having it in there because of the trophy
0: y- y- one trophy you know yeah, what i mean like terrible. like it
1: was it, it was it wasn't hard it's just like no repetitive it took me three hours yeah yeah which it, and it's not a fun three hours like i had okay this is how sad it is i preferred fishing in the near games to get my platinum rather than doing that thing
0: because even the like the the combat trial world the one that's just uh it's like Muselheim or something like that it's like like all lava and stuff that one is a lot of fun because i like the combat in the game but when it gives you like objectives to do or it's like okay beat you know 20 enemies don't get hit okay that's cool that's like a fun objective yeah, yeah it's uh, and, and when you fail you're like oh i'm so
1: close and then you just redo it right yeah you feel, feel like you're getting, getting down whatever better at the game like you're learning and improving your combat skills rather than just like it, rather than ju- i
0: mean like oh my gosh seriously three hours it was fucking horrible i can't believe that's in the game it like yeah it, it put a a bad taste in my mouth um
1: what else was bad i did uh i'm trying to think i mean i you, you had me at Mist echoes so like there. that's definitely one of the worst ones really bad there, at least it uh, wasn't I like a new the, game plus playthrough i mean that would no, yeah. be the next sin of it but yeah because
0: it's a 30 hour game like yeah, i would just wouldn't <laughs> uh yeah i also think that um like the ravens like finding all the ravens like i get why you would make that a trophy because like it's a collectible hidden in the game um but i think that the problem with it is that it showcases the worst aspect of god of war 2018 what is it if you had to guess
1: um it would be the uh, puzzle solving two things
0: the map <laughs> okay map oh yeah yeah. and the fast travel system mm, yes the fast travel system you like it, it's a cool like like uh like diegetic reason for why like they can fast travel i like that and I liked it in the base game, like, cause I didn't, u- I wasn't using it all the time, but like when I had to get anywhere, like getting anywhere in that game is so time consuming and terrible. Uh, and there's like not a lot of great fast travel points, um, for like some of the areas. Uh, so the fact that I was like returning to a lot of those areas, um, was like tedious and tiring and like not in a fun, it just wasn't very fun the way that you like get around that world. It makes sense. It works in the story. Uh, and it's not terrible in the story, but when you're having to do the the Raven thing, it's pretty terrible. And because the map is so bad, um, there's not a great way to like you can't like look up a map of like where are all the Ravens in God of War because it just wouldn't be a great way to like communicate that information. So instead you're sitting down with a 30 minute video and just like going to every single location terrible
1: yeah I Uh, yeah I I would say I would say like those are hopefully things that are going to be easy improvements to, to make on the new game um and like going back to my fire emblem Uh, I went back to play Three Houses for just a little bit to be like, oh, maybe I could do this again. But a lot of the quality of life changes they made Mm -hmm. in Three Hopes make it so much more playable that it's even worse for me to go back and more of a chore for me to go back uh, than before. So again, my hope is that those will be like the home run improvements from the last one. Like just the map system in general um, needs some work if they're going to make it like these like open world-esque levels and stuff.
0: Totally, totally. Yeah, it, it was, in my opinion uh not a good platinum because of that um because because i felt like it just it showed off the worst aspects of the game that i didn't realize were bad until i was doing it you know so often
1: um how was that valkyrie fight how'd that
0: go so i did it one time on the regular difficulty got about (laughs) half i got about half of the health down and i was like okay like if I really spent the time to do this, I would probably do it. If I hadn't spent four hours in Niflheim or whatever it was in the mist that goes, I would probably have tried it a few more times. I did it one time on regular mode and I was like, all right, easy time. And then, you know, maybe two tries or three tries from there. Yeah, um, I mean,
1: that's the thing about it. Like you put on easy mode, it's still like a, it's still a bit, bit fight, of a tough yeah. fight. So I can only imagine what the the expert difficulty was or the one you get once you beat the game uh, would yeah. be. But yeah.
0: So there you go. Um <laughs> i i did it because i was like i want to do this and then i got too deep to back out which is not a you're in too deep let's not a huge endorsement like not a ringing endorsement but it is a statement yeah yep hey thank you so much for sticking with us for 100 whole episodes whether you've been listening since episode one the last of us one (laughs) or if you've been listening since episode 100 we really appreciate your um your ears and your time because uh, that is, to me, one of the most valuable things you can give someone. So thanks so much. If you uh, are interested in supporting us monetarily, again, we have that Patreon, which is brand new. And if you want to join our Discord server, um, the link to that will be on our Twitter. Uh, There's probably an easier way for me to also communicate what that, how
1: to get there. Uh, I'll look into that. We'll deal with it, yeah. Um, Just follow us on Patreon. Type in Hitbox Pod, and you'll find it. And then, yeah, the Discord server will be um a beam to your brain through um very illegal electronic um transmissions
0: yeah because everyone knows that if you listen to hitbox we come visit you at night and we put a little microchip in microchip in your ear so when you've been like feeling like oh that's kind of weird do I have like water in my ear no it's the microchip uh but it's, okay we give so, you a nice
1: little kiss on the forehead before we go just to like yes just, we do. Uh, yeah just to make you like feel comfy
0: and so we send all sorts of information to that microchip um reminding you it's hitbox day uh sending you little clips from the show. Uh, and then also we'll be sending the, the Discord information uh, to the microchip. So go ahead and use that. Uh, or you can just look it up on Twitter or whatever. So anyway, um, you can follow us on Twitter at HitboxPod. Send us a DM about the episode. Or talk to us on Discord about it. That might be like the new sign-off. i got to figure out how to, how to word that now. Because uh, there is there is an episode discussion. A uh, little, what is that? What is it even called? little ravine?
1: Or ravine. Channel? A crevasse. <laughs> a crevasse so crevasse um, in the internet on your discord server you just gotta check out our internet crevasse at yeah, discord uh. on
0: discord um yeah we'd love to hear about it you can tweet at us or talk about it on the discord server uh am i forgetting anything justin
1: nope nothing of relevance
0: incredible hey thanks so much for listening again 100 episodes wow what a milestone We've I, done I, it. I, if i do say so myself yeah um Until next time, we will catch you. Always remember, old games are old. Bye. Bye.